Hello Steve. Hello Jill. It's time to game classy. So do you want to hear about the cocaine story? Uh, yeah, let's go. Well, first off, welcome to Game Classy. I'm your host, Joe, and with me is always my co-host, Steve. Game cocaine story. Uh, so this was, I, I know some people probably have heard about the bag of cocaine being found in the White House. It was uh, small news like a week ago, but it was also like, it's probably still big news by like Republican media outlets because they're like, oh, my God, can you believe that there's cocaine in the White House? <laughs> Considering the fact that they elected George H, uh, George W. Bush, a, a known cocaine user. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but it was a it was in, in reality, it was a bag of cocaine that was probably left by either a staffer or, you know, a visitor, you know, right. Because it's co- from what I've been told in Washington D.C., it's like the city runs on cocaine, just like America runs on Duncan. <laughs> is Duncan colloquialism for more cocaine? Yes, yes, it is. That right. powdered sugar, trying <laughs> to make the donuts. God, I would Dunkin' that donuts would not be good. You know, I had Dunkin' Donuts not too long ago, and it was okay. I mean, it's fine. It's just I remember back in the day, like when they used to make them fresh. My God, it was amazing. Yeah, when they baked them, when they baked them on location, they were the best. Now, I mean, now when they centralized the baking, they're not as good. They're still pretty fucking good. I mean, they're donuts, but I mean, yeah, well, what? Just like seriously, like who? I, I I know corporations make line go up. Yes, I understand that, but it's just like it. it just make the fucking donuts on site. Like get a like. The fact that there's not more donut places that make donuts on site is ridiculous. Well, that, no, see, that's the thing that, believe it or not, there's a lot of donut places that are cropping up now that are doing that. Yeah. There's, there's like, there's, there's stands. There's this one place. Stands called the doesn't don- do it on site, sir. Don't they? Nope. No shit. I thought they did. Nope. Oh, all right. Well, it, then I, yeah. I guess everyone's copying everyone then. Yes, it's it's all about making money. It's uh that. But anyway, back to the cocaine strip. But Lilac Bakery in uh downtown Lombard makes fresh donuts on site. Ooh, yes. Uh, considering the fact of uh, we we both live in Lombard, so yeah. <laughs> Lombard, Lombard. But yes, the cocaine. Uh, so getting into the White House for my White House tour, you have to go through three layers of security to get in there, and. Washington, D.C., it's legal. Uh, marijuana is legal, right? Mm-hmm. I had my vape pen with me just because I wasn't thinking. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to go on this tour of the White House. And, you know, it marijuana is still illegal on a federal level. Mm-hmm. So it's like, ah, shit. So I had to go out of line and, and throw out the cartridge, right? Mm-hmm. I was so pissed about it. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't like it was full or anything. It was like it was probably close to dead at that mm. point. You know, maybe a couple more days and it would have been done. But at least it could have got a couple more days out of it. And I had to go through all this fucking security and, and throw that out. And some asshole is able to sneak in a bag of fucking cocaine. <laughs> How the hell did that happen? <laughs> I am more concerned about the the theater of security that we have in this country as opposed to the actual security that it presents. Uh, I mean, we have a massive security theater. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, like they had dogs walking around. Like, what were those dogs smelling? Those dogs obviously weren't smelling cocaine. Um. Yeah, dude, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, and it's not like it's it's like cocaine. You can't always tell it's cocaine. Like it, cocaine doesn't always look like cocaine. There's lots of stuff that look like cocaine. Mm. That's what I mean by it. Like there's lots of drugs that look like cocaine. I mean, even like anthrax looks like fucking cocaine, right? I mean, not like probably not up close, but if you see it from like, let's say table distance, <laughs> it looks like they look the same. It's yeah, a bag okay. of white powder. Yes, yes. It's a mysterious white powder. Mysterious white powder. Like you get up a little close and go like, mm, that's cocaine. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, so you think these security guards would be looking for like bags of white stuff because of, of, of anthrax and other shit that you could, mm -hmm. you know, poison around. But no, fucking cocaine gets through the fucking three layers of security. But I got to throw out my vape pen because of that. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking damn it. This country. What's what's it coming to? What's I mean, it coming to? <laughs> and every and it's like every building you go into in Washington, DC, I gotta take off my goddamn belt. Now, you wear a belt? I wear a belt all the time. Because I'm an huh. I'm a grown ass adult and I need to have my pants stay on. Huh. I don't I don't actually have, well, I guess I mean I'm wearing sport I'm wearing sports gear these days, so I guess that would explain why I don't really need belt. Yeah, if you wear normal clothes to go out in a normal environment and not look like you're a gym bro, you gotta you you have to wear a belt, sir. Uh, well, I don't even own a belt, nor do I own a nor do I own any pants that have loops in them. So I'm yeah, good. The, yeah, <laughs> I mean it's one of those things that it's like I feel maybe like that's like a boomer thought, but it's like, god damn it, just wear a fucking belt, everybody. Just <laughs> you gotta wear a belt. You can't walk around pulling up your pants every five steps. I, I'm trying to think, I, you know, I don't really look at what people are wearing much these days, but I think the I think the jeans are kind of like like the basic like belt and jeans maybe falling out of style. I think everyone's switching to more like, no, I guess I guess mostly I just see people in other exercise gear because I'm running. Yeah, I mean, if you go out, if you go out, 90 percent of the guys you're, you're, you see are wearing belts. The other, well, I shouldn't say 90, let's say 75 percent. It's a it's still a, a majority, a, a vast majority. Because the other 25% are wearing, like, as you're saying, more stretchy stuff, sweatpants, gym equipment, things like that. Stuff that you really shouldn't wear when you're going out to eat, but people do anyway. And then the, then there's a small percentage that wear suspenders. So, oh, you know what? Let's, let's, uh, let, let's, let's cut out the middleman overalls, everyone. You yeah, everyone should, wear, I love overalls. You, trust you have me. to wear overalls. The only problem with overalls is the, um, uh, it's just a little more complicated when you got to poop coveralls that don't quite cover all exactly <laughs> each gone to heaven um uh i still haven't taken i still haven't taken the risk of uh of burning my time watching the new episodes on the on the whim that of uh on the winds of a uh, rumor that it's good no it's not good don't don't ever 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 think that modern simpsons is good you know why it could be very well good but your sense of humor is so of a specific era that you won't quite get it you'll be mm. like this isn't this isn't season three through nine you know I see. and even people get upset about season nine but i'll i'll stay i'll go to bat for season nine nine is fine except for except for obviously you know arm and tanzarian yeah <laughs> people are aware of that but i mean it's yeah. <laughs> overall 
it's a solid season. There's a lot, there's a lot more yays than nays, and some of the nays yes, are are, are really nay, but it's no I Lisa goes Gaga. I concur. <laughs> but uh, yeah, oh, and there's also a, a percentage of people who don't wear belts who should wear belts, and that's part of the problem. Mm, I see. I see. However, oh, God, I remember I just uh, the the. The idea of having to take my belt off every time I went into a building. It's just like, why would you do this? Why would you create this system? This is the dumbest system on the planet. <laughs> and no one questions it either. It's just like, well, we got to take our belt off for safety. It's like, what What are you talking about? Like, you don't have to take your belt off for safety because none of this actually is safety for anything. They stuck cocaine into the goddamn White House. Yeah, it, uh, I mean, we we this is the we we've already established there's a lot of security theater. Oh, ah, god damn it. Anyway, um, we already did our welcome to game classy. Uh, gaming news. Well, and the new in the world of gaming, uh, the cities of Sigmar have officially stated that all of the old cities of Sigmar kits are being discontinued. And this is for, of course, Warhammer, the yeah, old they have, world. Yeah, they have a, it's not, it's not technically all of them. They actually listed out a specific like split, like these are going away because, and they specifically stated that not only are they, they're, they're going away from age of Sigmar, but they're going to old world. They specifically state that in the article, the old world. So there you go. So that's like that's where a bunch that's where that's where the 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 empire models the the current uh empire models or the most modern empire models that's where they're going they're going they're going to old world um the all the high elf stuff all the wood elf stuff i think um and then none of the dwarf stuff none of the dwarf stuff is being retired from age of sigmar so there that's you interesting. go none of the dwarf stuff none of the dwarf stuff yeah, I, 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 I'm wondering how long-term fans are dealing with the fact of like when they have taken their entire fantasy army and rebased them on circle bases for Age of Sigmar. Now, this is what I imagine in my head, sir. I imagine that there are people who, eh, let's say they're about our age or they're early forties. Mm-hmm. They they played old and they played uh Warhammer Fantasy Battles back in the day and you know they didn't play so much 8th edition they played 7th 6th and 7th they had a a nicely painted let's say high elf army mm-hmm. right and then uh Age of Sigmar comes along and they're they're against it at first but they're like hey this could be good so they play a couple games on the square bases and they're like hey I really like this they go through and they they take their models and they're like you know I really should rebase this considering the fact that Warhammer Fantasy Battles is gone I'm never going to play it again so they rebase all of their figures on their on their round bases, and it looks really nice, right? Mm. And now they're like, haven't played Age of Sigmar in a long time because they don't. There's no real support for a a high elf army in Age of Sigmar, and they're like, hey, this can't compete. So now all of a sudden they that's sitting back on their shelves, and the old world comes out and they announce it with the square bases again. And these people are just like, they just look at the back room and they see the noose hanging there, and they're like. <laughs> Uh, not today, old friend. Not today. <laughs> they're, they're they're saved. <laughs> yes. They're just like they're like I, I don't know if I really want to rebase all my circle bases, but I'll give this a chance. No, Very the uh, the Age of Sigmar uh, transition back to the square base is probably going to be one of those things that people are just too just too tired to do. 
I mean, I wouldn't bother. I, like I said, but I think because because they upped the base sizes, I think there's going to be a pretty easy way to just get a movement tray and put your Age of Sigmar rounds in there. If I'm you 100. Do I'm with you on that one. I've I've I but I've I've warned people and I've told people do not do any basing for old world until you get specifics on the base sizes. Right, exactly. For you sure. You don't want to put your guy in a 25 millimeter base when they've upgraded it to a 32 millimeter square base or something stupid like that. Right, exactly. Like they say, oh well, it looks like mo. Well, I'm not going by looks like. I need yeah. to know specifics. I yeah, I concur. It looks like is a looks like is a fool's is a fool's mistake. Yeah, the epic is the is the big one that everybody is is screwed around with right now. It's like, oh well, this circle base looks like it's a 25. Don't. Don't don't even try. Just just <laughs> wait. Just wait. You'll be fine. Just they've wait. They've got they've got FOMO even before it's come out. I mean, it's serious. Like I, I have to tell people, like, just calm the fuck down and wait for it to come out and you will see what the base size is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but people they do not listen. As I said, they've got FOMO before the shit even comes out. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm in a hobby slump right now. There's so much I could be doing, but I'm just like, no. I'm not doing anything right now. <laughs> I got to like, nothing is really exciting me. Nothing is, is titillating me. So I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just kind of killing, just chilling time. Uh, by the way, uh, before I forget, uh, Gozer the Gozerian on uh, the, the, what's it called? The Discord? Uh, Discord, yes. Okay, you were not yes. talking about the Babylonian God. No, not the Babylonian God. Gozer asked, uh, what color wood stain did I use? And uh, for when I was talking about the the water-based wood stain, uh, I use dark walnut. So uh, Steve has yet to try his because he can't prime his models. Because of the fucking rain? I don't know. I've had no problem priming my models. I just prime in my garage, though, so. Yeah, I don't. I could prime in the garage, I guess. I don't know. I'm worried about the, I'm worried about the humidity still, like, being, like, in the garage. You know, I I think that that is a one of those older things from back in the day. Remember, it's like always like always remember to water down your your inks. Remember that water down mm. your inks. You got to water them down, and it's like eh, it's that's old, kind of old school. You don't really need to do that anymore, um, because they've already added so much water to those inks to to spread them out. You really don't need to do that right. much to them, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's it's one of those old hobby things that we that we were told back in the day, but like things have changed in the last twenty years. <laughs> hmm. Maybe, yeah. Uh, just to want to keep that in mind. Uh, most primers are okay. I've never had an issue in print priming in my garage. Uh, All right. Granted, my garage is an attached garage, but it's still in a garage. You know, it's not like it's you know it, it, hermetically sealed. Right, hermetically sealed garage. Yeah, that's that would be would be better. I'd be so high off the pain fumes the entire time. <laughs> floating. Yes, there. my wife comes in. Joe, have you been priming again? No, dear. No, no I'm prime at all. There's no prime. <laughs> just just doing a little huffing. Just doing some huffing out here. <laughs> just 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 a little huff. You know, just a little huff. Damn. The yeah, but the damn, uh, the, the... I am the danger, I am the huffer, I am the huffer, yes. So, I mean, I just but I the, the funny thing is, is like even with all of that priming that I do, I haven't painted shit, I've been so bad about painting, 
I think I, I painted one tank. That's all I've painted this summer so far. Mm. Aside from all the train stuff I did for D&D, but that actually had purpose. I have no purpose. I'm like wandering around like now, like a, like a lost soul when it comes to gaming <laughs> stuff. Yeah, the uh, I've been mostly uh, mostly watching a lot of movies this summer. So, anything uh, anything good? I did. Well, I saw Mission Impossible Seven. Holy shit, is that an amazing movie? Seven? Yeah, seven Mission Impossible movies, and they keep getting better, Steve. They keep getting better. Is this like a Fast and the Furious thing where like it like just keeps getting more ridiculous each time? No, it's like. Okay, so the best I could say is the action sequences in Mission Impossible are some of the best movie action sequences you will ever see. Because mm. they're like, they're maybe not super realistic, but it's just realistic enough where you're like, ah, holy shit, this is good. So Mission Impossible is really just about action set piece, action set piece, action set piece. Okay. The newest one, for example... Of course, you have your standard, you know, car chase scene, and it's pretty good. It's not fantastic. It's pretty good. But the fi- the finale set piece is they're fighting on a train, and you're like, ah, well, they're fighting on a fucking train. Um, I've seen that a thousand times. But this is like a 45-minute sequence that just keeps getting better and better and better the more you watch it. <laughs> cool. I... I, and, you know, it's it's Tom Cruise, and it's like you might not like him personally, but the man puts out a quality product every time. It's like Games Workshop. It's like you might not like them. You might not like their business practices, but they put out quality products. You can't argue with that. That's true. Except for when they put the seam in the middle of a shoulder pad like they did with uh, the push the, that was there's there's some there's some pretty baffling decisions I've uh I've seen especially because if I remember correctly that one also was in the same kit with another figure that had a shoulder pad that was just one solid piece that went over the back of the other push fit piece. <sighs> I know it's Games Workshop. They <laughs> Games Workshop could literally make so much money if they just put out single piece plastic models. Like you, there's there's so many people that would just prefer that, and like. They're like, nope, you have to build these models. And you're like, why? Like, the technology exists. Where you don't, we don't have to do this. It's it's not like I can customize the figures. They have to be one-piece models. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're making a figure for, you know, Age of Sigmar, the, the, the figures nowadays are all one-piece. There is not – and they're all one pose. They're not, like, you can – move this arm a little bit here or you yeah know, pretty much yeah you might be able to swap out a head yeah you might yeah, be able because to... there would be gear yeah gear heads and, and that stuff but they are all one single pose and it's just uh it's it's baffling to me that i have to sit there and put together and glue all of these pieces to make one pose six times <laughs> you know <laughs> fuck i mean you're not gonna you're not gonna get me uh disagreeing i hate building models <laughs> I, I do too i mean with I don't know. With 3D printing, it's a little different because I can I pre-build them in 3D and then I print them out as one pose. So it's like I don't actually have to put together anything. Sometimes I'll I'll do like a backpack separately because it'll it'll look nicer once it's printed. There's not as many like printer marks on it if you do it correctly. Mm. But yeah, the back to Mission Impossible though. Uh, it's a fantastic fight on a train. That you've probably seen a thousand times, but it's just done so incredibly well that you're 
you can't believe that you're watching this in a movie. You're like, this is what cinema is. <laughs> it's cinema. I shouldn't say cinema. They're like, this is a summer movie right here. This is a movie that you would have seen in like late 90s, early 2000s. That's the quality right there. Great action sequence. Which is okay. which is funny because I just saw um, the new Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, how was, how was that? How'd you like that? So before I saw Mission Impossible, I was like, there's a there's a train fight in that movie, too. And I'm like, oh, this is pretty decent. It went on a little bit too long. But mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. They de-aged um, Harrison Ford. It looks pretty good. Yeah, the voice is a little off, but who gives a fuck? And you're you're watching it. And you're like, oh, this is fun. And then you watch the Mission Impossible and you're like, oh, oh, this is way better. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is what it should be like. Um, But yes, uh, being in a Jones movie, it was like, a lot of baffling decisions were made during that. Some were, <laughs> there were some really f- fun sequences. Like they do, uh, there's a whole chase through New York during the parade for the moon landing. Mm. And that's really fun to watch. I really enjoyed that entire sequence. Uh, but after, and then there's a there's a car chase in that one too, which is kind of fun. It's not fantastic, but it's... Uh, uh, after that, the movie kind of just gets bogged down a little bit, and you're just kind of bored with it by that mm. point. The ending is batshit crazy, um, but whatever. Most most Indiana Jones endings are batshit crazy. Yeah, I mean, this is like because up that, there. that's a pretty that's a pretty standard thing for that franchise, really. I mean, yeah, it's 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 more baffling than what happens at the end of Crystal Skull, but actually still better than what happens at the end of Crystal Skull. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, as opposed to the, what her, I, I can't even describe without spoiling it, but spoiling it, it's, it would just take away from the batshit craziness of it all. I, see. I, yeah. I, I, I watched, uh, I've, I've been watching basically, I've been watching a shit ton of horror movies. Yeah. Uh, a lot well, of horror. You don't content. watch anything other than horror movies or anime. Uh, I think I watched, there was something I watched that wasn't a horror movie. Oh, I watched the Dungeons and Dragons movie. I like that. That's not a horror movie. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> what? It's a movie. I watched it. <laughs> it's not horror. By the way, I'm very disappointed that you opened up a Star Wars uh subreddit, whatever you want to call it, on our Discord sub Discord. Oh yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty funny. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you like it? Yeah, they were clogging up. They were clogging up our our beloved Star Trek thread with their poopy Star Wars. Yeah, stupid Star Wars stuff. Yeah, Ugh. I, I need, it need it needs to be it needs to be quarantined. Oh, Steve, have you seen how good the new Ahsoka trailers? Uh, uh. Oh, they bring back all these characters from Star Wars Rebels, uh, a show that no one watched. Uh. I I don't know anything about Rebels. I don't know anything about Ahsoka. I thought that all those Jedi died in the prequels. I don't fucking know. Uh, yeah, whatever. I don't yeah. know. It looks, it looks dumb. Dave Filoni. <laughs> oh, he's going to save Star Wars. Star Wars should be put out to bed and shot. <laughs> uh, it's not as good as Strange New Worlds. We get a comedy episode this week. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> I like how Star Trek fans are like so excited. Like a, a two weeks ago, they did they had a, a courtroom episode, mm-hmm. and everyone went nuts. We're like, yeah, <laughs> those are the best Star Trek episodes where they talk about stuff. 
Oh, I I love Star Trek. Star Wars sucks. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna play X Wing. Ah, <laughs> oh, fucking. Does X Wing X Wing doesn't exist anymore, right? No, it? it still exists. Yeah, they really? got that. They 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 had a. They still have huge tournaments for it too. No shit. I mean, people love their Star Wars games. I haven't heard. I haven't heard much about Shatterpoint though. I was actually asking about it at um, uh, Grognards, and just talking about it. And pe- the people were saying like, "Yeah, people come out and are are interested in it, but it's not really. It doesn't have the heat behind it like uh, Crisis Protocol does." Mm, okay. Okay. And I think the the. I mean, this is just me. My armchair. My armchair quarterbacking on this one is. Like, <laughs> I it's it's maybe the systems are too similar. So a person who's playing Crisis Protocol wouldn't want to go to a system that's just the same with Star Wars. Mm. I mean, they're probably not identical, but it's it's probably like, well, it's like, why would I want to go over to a system that's similar enough? Does that make sense? Yes. And then you have people who are like, well, Legion is not. Does it, it probably doesn't scratch the same itch as Legion because Star Wars Legion is about a army game. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't want to play the smaller version of what I'm already playing, if that makes right. sense. Right. So it just seems like a bad tactical move on uh, uh, Asmodee's part to do it like that. I I have I have a tinfoil hat theory. What's your about tinfoil that? hat theory? I, I So I, I think they're... I, I, so I think it has something to do with IP and money, obviously. Um, but what I think it is, is I think, so for game, I have no idea how IP contracts work, right? Yeah. But I'm going to guess that like, if it's successful, uh, the IP holder could ask you for more, like for your contract, like to renew it, right? So like, say, you know, because because when you, when you do it, I do know that when you negotiate to license an IP for a thing, you can only use it for that thing. So yeah. like, like I've licensed the IP to use for, you know, Legion, my army game. Yeah. Now the army game is like, I, I want to continue doing the army game. It's like, okay. Uh, it's like, oh, but I want to do uh, a skirmish rule set. It's like, okay, well. I can't do a skirmish rule set using any of the shit from this because that would require me to like tack it onto this license. So it's cheaper to do a new license for the new game because you can let the old game's license lapse. And so basically you save a bunch of money by making you basically save a bunch of money by making a new game. Maybe. Um, I think it basically the way I've been told how it works, um, and this is from a person who works in somewhat of IP is that when you get a standard rich and famous contract for creating Star Wars, you say, like, the way that the contract works out is, like, there's certain parameters. I am getting the license to make toys, like action Mm. figures, in this scale. I am getting the license to make... uh, That's good that, you know, that goes to Hasbro, so Hasbro makes the toys. I'm Mm. getting the license to make the specific, you know block educational toys and that goes to lego right that's why lego never doesn't put out like here's a box of stormtroopers because technically that would count as a toy Mm. so like it has to have some sort of like building block 
component to it. So that way they don't overlap on the the contracts. Okay, so, I can see that. So when Asmodee has the license for Star Wars, they get a license to make the Star Wars um like mini games. I th- I think. So it's like you could it's not the Star Wars board game or maybe it is the Star Wars board game and they could just make all the Star Wars board games. But that's the way it kind of works. Or Star Wars tabletop games. They get all of that one license for like, okay, I get to make all of the the tabletop games. Mm, and so okay. that's what they do. And so they can make anything inside that tabletop game um, licensure. But the problem is, is that Star Wars is not very good at being a tabletop game. <laughs> they don't really have the the depth to make really good minis games kind of like what we would normally want to play they have and the the thing is is they no one's really established a good star wars board game either because all the good star wars board games are just reskins of other games like rebellion or yeah uh, that, that kind of counts though i mean i'll i'll give i'll give i'll give any i'll give anything that like cuz there's a lot of stuff that works it's 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 something to make the ip work with the game like that that counts for something oh yeah for sure um, but anyway, that's what, that's what I, I'm, I'm thinking is, is that's the way it normally works with those type of companies is like, you get like a very specific slot. You can make anything you want. And so I do think your idea though, is like, well, if we're not super successful, they can't really ask for more money, mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. or, you know, if we are super successful, they will ask for more money, but we are successful with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? It doesn't really matter. Um, I think this is there a Star Wars RPG out right now? Did they cancel all the Star Wars RPGs? I don't know. I don't know if Edge of the Empire is still a thing. I don't think it is. I think it, they actually stopped producing the Star Wars RPG stuff. Yeah, I mean, if they had any sense at all, they would just make they would just make up Star Wars, uh, D twenty, which like, was the best system out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they 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 should just make it the a fifth edition. D star wars like if they had any brains in their head that's what they would do <laughs> well they're there well at least uh what's not not asmo day but what it was uh what's it called not wizards who was the, the company god damn it minnesota why can't i think of it minnesota the the one who used to put out all the star wars stuff and then they got bought oh, up west by end asmo. west end? Not, what not west end fantasy flight fantasy flight thank you i couldn't, mm. I couldn't think of fantasy flight uh when fantasy flight their whole business model was Books get pirated. We have to create stuff that they have to buy in right. order to have the game work. So that's right. why they put out all those crazy cards and all those crazy dice was Correct. because they you need to be able to buy stuff in order for the game to be successful. That's I think the light that's the that's what they currently own. So if they wanted to put out a Star Wars RPG, they would either have to pay the creators of the engine to put out what they currently have, or they'd have to rewrite a new system from scratch. Mm. Now, you and I both know Asmodee is one of the worst companies in the world, and they would not shell out the money for a system like that. They have to do a system from scratch. So, and they ain't going to put up the money to do that. For sure. So that's a problem with that. Um, I did, uh, well, we probably should have to, all right. So I'm going to end it here, and we're going to start up again, okay? All right, very good. I wanted to talk with you about um have you seen that there's a game called Japanime Tactics? 
no. <laughs> that sounds that sounds horrible. <laughs> I have no idea about any of it, but I just love the idea that it's called Japanime. <laughs> it's so <laughs> it's so insulting and wonderful at the same time. Insultingly nineties. Are you are are, are you offended? I'm I'm looking it up. I'm like, why is it called Japanime Tactics? Oh, it's the company is called Japanime Tactics. It's Jap- it's, it's Japanime Games. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I knew that. I knew that. I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that company. They they've been uh they've been around for like they've been around for like ten years. Why is I, it called Japanime Tactics though? I have no idea. I I I just saw it and it made me laugh because I was uh I was I was looking up stuff to talk about oh. for the week. Oh, this is it. Oh, I see. What, okay, I, I've, 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 I've solved the mystery. Yeah. Uh, it's actually kind of. This is actually kind of fucking cool. Uh, okay, so, th- th- so it's called Japanime Tactics because that's the name of the game. Yeah, the name of the game is Japanime Tactics. However, the the set is Grand Blue Fantasy, which is a very popular IP. Uh, so it's a skirmish game. Don't lie to me. It's uh, not that popular. Grand Blue Fantasy? Nah, not that popular. Uh, I've never heard of it. Uh, you, you might. Uh, it, it is an incredibly popular IP. It's like one of the top grossing IPs out there. Um, if it was that anyway, popular, I would have heard about it. It's not that. That's that's not how it works. That, do I have, do I, haven't you? Haven't you? Haven't have you? You have to have encountered the thing where like someone's talking about some random Blorbo you've never heard of, and you're like, "Who? What's his name? Who the fuck are you talking about?" And then you look him up, and he's some fucking clown with like 90 billion subscribers on YouTube. Oh, YouTube doesn't count; those are all bots. That's still popular. They're all bots. It's, that's not, they're not all bots. <laughs> no one watches anime. Uh, actually, uh, actually, despite having an anime, Grand Blue Fantasy did not begin its life as an anime. <laughs> Casual, uh, but anyway, uh, but anyway, so so it's a little, it's a little skirmish game, but it's a skirmish game that's going to do uh, that's that's collectible. Uh so you actually have a pack. It looks like it's collectible. Expansion box, Gita, Grand Starter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like you have a starter box. And you have you have characters, and the characters are little uh, tokens, and they have cards. Uh, looks like a build, like so you know card game components. Um, but you actually like get rando characters, so it's like a CCG plus minis game using popular IPs. That actually looks pretty cool. You know what CCG CCG game I've actually came across and got like a lot of shit for? Not a ton, but a lot of shit for. Mm. Um, Warhammer Invasion. Oh, nice. I actually I found a used copy at a uh, at like just like a cons- uh, like a Goodwill, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this is interesting. It was like it was like five bucks for the box. I was like, oh, I'm gonna pick this up because even if it's not complete, it's just kind of neat to have for five bucks. I open it up, and not only is it complete, it's also got like three booster packs in it. Nice. I'm not gonna play it, but <laughs> um, it. I, I so I will say, uh, do not play it one v one. That is my that no. is my opinion of that game. Uh, I think that game. I think that game is. Uh, you mean I, like single player? Was it one? Was it two players? Or was it me versus like another person? Oh no no no! Different different game. Different game. Are you thinking Disc Wars? I was thinking no. I was thinking 
this was this no no i was thinking of the other the other ccg this is the fantasy flight one this one's this one is strictly a one verse one no no this one this is the really really good one yes the the are you thinking of war cry the old card game yes okay yes. yeah the uh which was an am- the game war cry had amazing art but it was uh it was not a very good game yes very good art uh yeah. you know the, the the warhammer card game was cool I, I played i played it quite a few times it was pretty fun um yeah i mean I, i'd recommend it it, it well, yeah, it's a card game so it's like, it's convoluted and there's yeah. lots of and it's fancy flight so there's lots of chits and tokens and stuff as well but it's a, it's a fun little game did, did you uh you know you know it's a game that we didn't talk about that we probably should have because it made it, it actually got funded on kickstarter I'm, I'm ready what something that you probably would just be like this is the dumbest idea known to mankind uh, or you might actually like it i don't know all right uh, i'm ready i now with, with that kind of with that kind of lead in i've gotta know i wonder how much money it ended up making i i don't oh no that's uh this is the pre-order i didn't i uh but the the monty python flying circus zombicide game what I, I you did not see this? No. Um yes, uh Zombicide Kumi or not decided to do a Monty Python version of the game. What? Um if you if you have 2 seconds I would I would suggest taking I, a I, look at it. I'm looking at it right now. Yes. What this is like the stupidest thing I've ever seen. See, that's what I told you. It it, it would go down as probably one of the stupidest <laughs> things I've ever seen. Um uh, I don't really know. <laughs> so okay, so so I'll I will say this. Oh, it was not it was not done through Kickstarter. It, it was done through a um. It was like a there's like a pre order for it. I I I will say this. Um. This is probably one of the only ways to get these kind of collectibles for Monty Python. <laughs> So I suppose there's there's got to be a bunch of people who are like I I want a miniature I want a uh miniature of the Ministry of Silly Walks scene. Yes. Like that that, that, that that's got to be a uh fucking um demographic apparently. How is it Zombicide though? Like what I don't I don't know. I don't know and I don't care, Steve. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. I think it's a really really dumb idea. I don't I don't get I, I there's a there's a line a classic line from Family Guy where you someone tortures Meg by making her watch Monty Python and she's like I'm a girl I don't even like the Monty Python that's supposed to be funny <laughs> <laughs> Now there are plenty of girls who think Monty Python and the Flying Circus Monty Python's Flying Circus is funny I love Monty Python's Flying Circus. You know what would have made more sense, though, for Zombicide? For Zombicide Black Plague, you do a Holy Grail Holy expansion. Grail. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they've ever done that because there's like a bajillion Zombicides. I can't keep track of them. But that would have made more sense to do like a box set with, you know, Holy uh, Grail stuff. I see what this is. Okay, so this is I I I I'm sorry you didn't want to know. I'm going to tell you this is this is just an expansion for the for regular bitch ass zombicide. Yeah, exactly. And it's, I just don't understand why. Oh, wait, how? Why? Uh, yeah, it's just it's just it's just a fucking goofball expansion. That's all it is. But people love this kind of shit. So like, you shouldn't be surprised by this one at all. 
I mean, I, I, I shouldn't be surprised by it, but I'm kind of, I a little bit am surprised by it. Yeah, people fucking love this kind of shit. You know what they should play instead? Gru, the, the card game. War of the, War of, War of the Ring. No, do you remember Gru? Sergio like, Aragones from the min from the Minions movie. No, God damn it! Um, <laughs> it's an old Marvel comic. I remember that. And it was Sergio Aragones. He's a he, Mad Magazine comic. Oh artist. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, they're, yeah. Gru. Uh, yeah, I, I remember Gru. For, I, I now I am now remembering Gru from possibly Mad Magazine. I don't know. I remember that. I remember that guy. That, at least the look, anyway. Yeah, they uh they're they're bringing back the the classic Steve Jackson game. Huh. All right. <laughs> you should be more excited about this. It's Gru. Why would I be excited about Gru? I'm no one remembers of, Gru anymore. Sort of Gru enthusiast. <laughs> it's one of the. I mean, th now this is a Gragnar game. This is a game that you, <laughs> that you could only play with people who are like 58 and played it back in the 1980s or whenever the original <laughs> game came out. <laughs> And they're like, I love this game. <sighs> Is there breezing into their oxygen masks? Ah, very good. Like that was sorry. what that sound was. I'm, I'm ah, sorry. Very good. I was trying to figure out what the hell that sound was. And they're like, I haven't been invited to my local gaming club since it moved to the top of the bar over on Main Street because I can't get my wheelchair up the stairs. And everyone's there's, like, oh, there's a lot of stairs. They have a lot of stairs. Um. Oh, um, did you, uh, did you, did your house get hit by the tornado? Uh, I mean, I, it wasn't like physically hit by a tornado, but it was definitely close. We had a lot of tornadoes in the area, uh, recently and the, um, but the, the, one of my favorite things I saw was a picture of a bunch of people in line for Portillo's as the tornado sirens were going off and they say, this is peak Chicago land. Hey, I mean, you know, your uh your Italian beef uh with the extra dip uh is not necessary. You know, it I don't think Portillos can do extra dip. If you get that beef dip, that's pretty dipped. Like if you get dipped. that extra dip, that thing's just gonna turn into soup. Mm, that's true. Yeah. But yes, you have to get if you're like, hey, if tornado's gonna hit my house, I'm gonna ride it out eating a sausage. Yeah, I'm gonna eat I'm gonna eat my dip beef. I'm gonna eat my dip beef. <laughs> Look at me in the sky eating my dip beef. I was uh, speaking of Chicago food, the uh, oh, and uh, the only damage that my house took was a couple of, of my lawn chairs got knocked over. So it's going to take some while for us to rebuild, but we'll eventually get there. Those lawn chairs. <laughs> uh. I, I, me and my wife are sitting there like, should we stay up and make sure that nothing gets hit by the tornado? I'm like, what are we going to do? Yeah, exactly. You go fight the tornado. I went to sleep that tornado. Yeah, that's not, I just I was just like I'm just going to bed. <laughs> like whatever. Didn't they like have to tell people in Florida not to shoot at the hurricane? They did. People were firing at the hurricane. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to America. Living in America. Ba -da -da -da. And courtesy of 3D printers coming soon to a country near you. <laughs> it's true. Uh, as a person who's, as I said numerous times, as a person who's owned a 3D printer and printed with it, I would never, ever trust any sort of explosives near anything printed on a 3D printer. You will <laughs> blow off your hand is what you will do more than you will create any sort of gun. You, you will blow up your you're better off making one of those zip guns that they had in the in the line of fire movie than you are 3D printing a gun. So just what about like, the what about the Shinzo Abe contraption? 
<laughs> well, that's a different thing. That that thing was made of like duct tape. <laughs> that was the it's, it's it's the he got him with the contraption. Yeah, he got him with the contraption. <laughs> wasn't was Abe was kind of like a, a fascist, right? Uh, Abe so like he was very polite, obviously because he's Japanese. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. For all intents purposes, Abe was Donald Trump. Yeah, that's yeah, but he was that, not as as bad. Like, as, uh, well, you know, outwardly it, it, bad. Yes, but that's why, like, that's why after it happened, like, the Japanese public were just kind of like, eh. Yeah. Like, like you know, everyone was expecting them to be, like, you know, like, outraged and, like, blah, blah, blah. And, like, and literally, like, all of Japan was just kind of like, eh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. The Yes, but dude, please don't make 3D printed contraptions because you will blow off your hand. Got to get them with the contraption. <laughs> you got to be like John Malkovich and in the line of fire where he's like, I'm going to shoot the president. <laughs> uh john malkovich is one of those actors that i constantly forget about and then i'm like oh that's right john malkovich john malkovich he hasn't done a marvel movie yet thank god his acting legacy is intact he's done a, i mean he's already done a comic book movie if that does that count what comic book movie did he do he did red he did what red oh that doesn't count that's a comic book movie that is not a comic book movie I mean, I mean, it's not a superhero. I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess we're going to distinct, like, I guess we should say, I guess, no, that's fair. It's a, it's not a superhero movie because yes. people can't, people can't see that movie in like on the screen and immediately go like, that's from a comic book. Yes. It's it's like uh 30 days of night. Like, yes, it was a comic book, but it was originally start. A lot of those books that are not, no, comic, I'll, give you, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. A lot of those books that are not comic books, but, but are, are a lot of those movies that are made from comics but are not like superhero books usually start out as a screenplay that no one wants to produce and then they're like well i'll make it a comic book and then it, people are like oh okay we'll make it a movie now i, I like 90 percent like, of those movies and books that's the way I, that they start out my my favorite john malkovich performance is definitely in mutant chronicles he was in mutant chronicles he sure was with ron perlman mm, well good for him the movie is actually not that bad. Thomas Jane's in it too. Doubt. I mean, doubt. I, was, I, I mean, I that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, a couple more gaming stuff I wanted to talk about before we we close out. Uh, there's uh, the new 40k starter set for Leviathan. If you, did you see that? I don't know why Games Workshop keeps doing this. Like those, they, oh, those like weird mini starter sets. Yes, like. Dominion was the exact same way. So like Leviathan, yes, it sold incredibly well when it came out, but now retailers are overstocked on them because they so many of them sold that they had to restock. And now they're sitting on like 10 to 15 of those big box sets. They put out these smaller box sets at the same time. And it's like, well, why would I do this when I could just get the bigger box set? Like Dominion yeah. was the exact same way. I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I have no like that. That is that is that is a legitimate like normally I have my own like tinfoil hat or like speculative or or, you know, because I'm in the industry uh, ideas of like why certain companies make certain choices. I mean, it's all just speculative. It's just, you know, it's my opinion does not reject the opinion of my employer, blah, blah, blah. You know, the usual stuff. This, this podcast is for entertainment only. Um, <laughs> oh, entertainment well, in quotes. Yeah, yes, yes. Entertainment. <laughs> entertainment is not a promise. It's a, it's a threat. Yes. Um, but I have no idea the business strategy behind it. It just it seems com it seems completely like like literally random. Like what niche is that filling? I have no idea. Well, like, I mean, no clue. 
what always bothers me with the starter sets and especially like launch starter sets for an addition like Dominion or Leviathan is that you get these sets and everything inside of them is genuinely garbage for the game. Like that's always the case is like everything that you get in the box set is garbage for the game. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be a better version of something in your army that you need for the game that you do not get in the starter set. Since the since the dawn of starter sets for Games Workshop, that's always been the case. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yes, the there's some good stuff in the in the low in the in the Dominion box set. Like you could use maybe use one or two of those units if you want to be competitive. But I mean, as a whole, the box set is generally useless. Yeah, it's it's. I would say like it de- depends. There's always something that's useless. Like you never have like. Your your dopest unit is never in the box set. I'll t- I'll put it like that. Yeah, it, which which drives me up the wall because it's just like why would I spend money on Dominion? Like I'm just using Dominion as as the fact because I know mm-hmm. I have that box set and it's like why would I buy this if everything in it is going to be useless? Mm-hmm. The only box starter set that I have ever seen Games Workshop produce that has been one hundred percent amazing is the Age of Darkness one for 30K. Because everything in there, both sides, were for Space Marines. So whatever Space Marine army you wanted to play, you got the whole thing, and it was a massive army for yourself. Mm -hmm. I built a pretty much a 3,000-point army with only having to do and having to get a couple more units that I didn't have to, like, that I didn't get in the box set. I used the entire box set for that army, um, which was perfect. But I, you know, I'm looking at it. I'm like, I guess, I guess it makes sense. I guess now that I'm, now that I'm like thinking about it, now that I had a moment to like reflect, it's just, it's just got to be price point. It's so they can offer cheaper starters. That's all it is. I, but what I would think would be smarter. Okay. Stick with me on this, Steve. Is you say start, you, you release two box sets for the starter set. Mm-hmm. And you know, you, you have, Starter A, Starter B, and Starter C. So we'll do three sets. Starter A is all of the books and everything. So it's kind of like an old box set that you used to get for, you know, uh, Warhammer pre-fifth edition, a fourth edition, when you'd get like the, oh, the white box. Oh, Starter B is just your minis? Yes. So no, you don't get any minis in there. It's just you get the box set that has the rules, some cards, some quick start rules. Right, that's Starter A. So Starter B would be just minis. Yeah, Starter B. Well, and it's just, this is... One half of the starter army, it's kind of like a, a start collecting box. Okay. So it's like, oh, you want to get into this? Okay, well, what army do you want to do? You're going to need A, but let's let's look at your, your B box set. Like, do you want to do Space Marines or Tyranids? And the Space Marine and the Tyranid box are these fantastic deals on, you know, a decent starter army. And it needs to be a starter army. It needs to be something that's playable. Yeah, that's that's the big that's the big thing because I'm I'm looking at like the Age of Sigmar because they have a fifty dollar starter set, uh, for AOS and it's it's literally, um, one unit of uh orc spear boys, uh one orc character, uh one Sigmar character and then uh one unit of Sigmar spear dudes and like, the game. Like the game will function at that level, but it's not really going to be fun. Well, and also it's like, how much are you going to get it kicked in the pants when you say like, oh, let's play an actual game. And then when you read the rules, you're like, this is unplayable. I have to spend more money. 
Yeah. <laughs> like you literally should for like, let's say you buy that box B. Let's say box A you could get for 30 bucks, right? You get all the rules and everything in there. We know that you could create a starter, uh, like a box set like that for 35 bucks. that has just the rules, you know, some quick start stuff, blah, blah, blah in the box. Then B, you make that box set, like, let's say 65 bucks. You get one army in there. Like, this is going to be my starter army. And you could, you know, you get everything in there. You get you, your two core, HQ, and maybe an elite or a heavy support. Right? Sure. Everyone, and that's perfect. You start right out of the bat. You make it a good starter set. Like, everybody needs two units of Space Marines. Everybody needs a a captain. And, and like, for the heavy support or the elite, let's say you, it's a dreadnought. That's perfect. That's the greatest way of getting started because that's everything sexy that people would want to play with. Correct? Sure. sure. Maybe even throw in a, 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 a rhino. Or maybe not a rhino. A, a predator. Because people would want a fancy fucking tank, right? Yeah, like who? It. Like a rhino? Yeah, that's fine. But it's just a troop transport. It doesn't do anything fun. A, 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 I, think, a I think that's why they. I think that's why they always have thrown so many dreadnoughts and starters because dreadnoughts are really cool looking. Yeah, I mean they're not. Well, actually, they're they're pretty great in thirty k. But even still, it's like you want something that's sexy. You want something that's like I'm gonna run around this table and I'm gonna turn my turret. And I'm gonna shoot at the bad guy and the bad guy's gonna blow up, <laughs> right? But then instead they give you all of this crazy shit that you're like, what am I going to do with this? Like, and then you get like your, you, you, when you actually want to build your army, it's like all of this stuff that I started with is useless. Yeah. I, I mean, I get what you're saying. And an actual, like a, a, a planned progression for an army would make, would make sense. Yeah. Like uh, nobody, cause that's, cause that's, cause that's, that's what it is. Like, don't put the best stuff in the starter. Like basically don't make, like I would, I, and I, and I think I get what you're saying. And so what I would do, and I agree in this. So what I would do for my starter is I would I would I mean obviously this is this is not this is not conducive to selling as many boxes as possible so this has never happened but for my starter I would have your most elite stuff that you probably would never want more than a single copy of and it would only be in the starter ooh and then the stuff you buy separately from that is your your goons your like your your total shitters so like so you your and so the the idea is like you have like most of your army is in the starter, like your elite stuff, like your you know, the stuff that's really cool, and then like your big stuff, so like oversized, so like like tanks would be sold separately, and then like your basic goons, your infantry would be sold separately. Well, they'll see that's where I think you need to start off with is you need to at least have the two infantries for your troop choice because you're required to have that to play, so that should be in the starter set. Yeah, that's true. You I know, forgot they, like I forgot they had the force org. Yeah, so it was, oh, I don't even know in the new edition if they got Force Org in all honesty, but it's like that's what you that's what you need. You need to have that Force Org, like all of the basics of the Force Org, filled in before anything else. The star set, but I do agree, like putting in some like one or two, like a, a okay, so two troop choices and HQ in the box minimum, mm. put in a fancy elite and a fancy heavy support that are maybe only available in the starter set. Yeah, kind of like remember how they had um the one orc gyro the the orc def does were only available in the starter set and haven't been made available since. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like like something like that. Those um, def were so cool. <laughs> no, those things were terrible. They weren't cool. Oh, they were so cool. No, those things looked like ass. Oh, I love those things. They like they just they had like, like they looked like orc def <laughs> They had like four missiles like stuck on the front. Like what even is that? 
That's a, it looks like an orc built it. That's what it I, is. I mean, no, it does I look like an orc guys. built it, but it doesn't. I don't know. Whatever. Good stuff. <laughs> they all, like they the all look like. Look, if you don't like the orc aesthetics, just say that you're racist and move on. Okay. They all look like <laughs> they all look like cobra fangs from. Uh, they totally do. Joe. They yeah. totally do. That's what I always thought of when I saw that. But anyway, that was that starter set, and it actually. A new starter set that's coming out is the new Warcry starter set. Have you seen this? Oh, it looks dope. I shouldn't say the. It's not a starter set. It's like a a, a big box store, uh, starter thing for Warcry. It's got the the, uh, Stormcast in there, and the Vampire because they're both of them are, uh, Underworld starter, uh, Underworld's warbands that are put into Warcry. But I know that the Vampires were super popular. And really hard to find. So this Super is a good way to find. This is a good way of getting them if you want to put them in, like let's say your age, uh, your age of Sigma army. Yep, that's why I was. That's why I thought the starter set was so cool. I was like, I was like, oh. Uh, that, so first of all, I love the terrain he comes with. I, I love those. I love those like uh, creepy cemetery uh, walls. walls. Yeah, yeah, and then that that coffin thing's real cool. Oh yeah, that um, it's every. It looks really, really like a little cool little. F- fun starter set for it i do regret not getting the uh the vampire uh, the the undead graveyards or uh train set mm-hmm. cry when they put that out oh yeah that was a really cool set yeah but hopefully it's like i love all the Warcry stuff i love what they do with it i love the um i love the train actually for one of the train one of the sets starter sets they put out like the train separately for it and it was on amazon for next to nothing mm. So I picked it up and I was like, damn, this is a f- like for 30 bucks. I mean, I've heard I've heard multiple people tell me that Warcry is GW's best game right now. I mean, I I will stand by that probably. Yeah, it's a it's a probably the best, most accessible game that they could that someone can play, especially if you like fantasy as opposed to sci fi. Mm-hmm. Um, and even still, I would say it's better than uh What's what's it called? Um, what's the skirmish game for 40k called? I can't think of it. Kill team. Kill team is better than kill team for sure. Um, and people who are, are like, oh, I am weird. I wish they'd bring back. I'm not. I'm not playing this. I want them to bring back Mordheim. You're an idiot. Mordheim Wait, was so boring in comparison to Warcry. <laughs> play, play Warcry. <laughs> you know. You know what's. You know what was great about Mordheim. Nothing in comparison to Warcry. You know what I want to do? I'm going to wait 20 minutes when my opponent takes his turn and moving all of his figures before I do anything. That's what I want to do when I'm playing a mini game. Jesus Christ. <laughs> People got to get their heads out of their asses. Speaking as a person with his head in his ass. And playing some Warcry. And playing some Warcry. Yeah. I I would... um, It's... If you have, like, one or two people that you like playing games with like let's say you don't even have a whole group war cry is for like you but you pay like 140 bucks on amazon you get everything you need to play in the box set with just like you know and you get two war bands that are like pretty decent sized and you know you get the train you get everything i i, I highly recommend it mm. uh, i was hoping that some of it would go on sale for prime day it did not the uh it was the Red Harvest train that was uh, for sale for pretty cheap. So I oh nice picking that yeah. The Red Harvest is is a box set that I was thinking about picking up, but I was kind of like, Meh, I don't know, I don't really need more shit. I'm so <laughs> not productive right now. There's no point to it. Yeah, but anyway, that's a 
that's most of the gaming news that I had I had written down. Is it, the only other thing I had was it was a I think it was a a thought while being high, and it was they need to make a sequel to Assassin's Creed Black Flag. It's another another sweet pirate game. It's a sweet pirate game. Yes, they need to make a, a sequel to the sweet pirate game. Uh, the the one ring was found. Oh, did someone find it? Yep, someone found it. Oh, well, who who found it? Was it Augustus Gloop? Hmm. They've remained anonymous. They've remained anonymous. So it wasn't Veruca Assault. Uh, I mean, it was valued at two million dollars. So I mean, I understand why they remained anonymous. Violet Beauregard. Yes, this vi- it was Violet Beauregard. I want the One Ring. <laughs> they got to have a whole factory full of people. The One Ring should be pack. me. It should be me. <laughs> no, it was Charlie Bucket and Grandpa Joe. Grandpa now, Joe, that lazy fuck. Now they get to do a tour of Wizards of the Coast Factory where they have enslaved Oompa Loompas making their cards. You got Grandpa you got Grandpa Joe laying in bed and hasn't gotten up in years. Here's he gets to go to a chocolate factory for free and suddenly he's walking again. Yeah. He could have been providing for that family the entire fucking time. What a shit big. Exactly. I mean, you know, you like to think about that. You're like, hey, Grandpa Joe's kind of a piece of shit. But then you read actual Roll Doll books and you're like, Man, everybody in these books is kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that's true. Everyone in that film is also kind of a piece of shit. I mean, that's like, like that was like Charlie's really... Charlie's a piece of shit kid. Willy Wonka's a piece of shit, whatever. Yeah. Most of Roald Dahl, he would his his MO was like all adults are kind of shitty, so it's okay to treat them like shit. So Oh, nice. Yeah. So very nihilistic. I mean, like the kids were not the perfect kids in the world, but they were like his his thing was always like, all right, kids. You know these adults suck. So you know you do you. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did like some of his boomer takes. So like, like you're watching too much television. <laughs> well, it's true. We do watch too much television. <laughs> I don't watch any television. Thank you very much. Well, there you go. Too busy. Too busy. Uh, too busy playing watching your Japan animation. My Japan animations. Japan animation. It's Afghanistan animation. Oh, but yes, the uh. Oh, the one ring. The yeah, it was two million dollars. Two million is the value uh, that it was estimated at. Yep, two million bucks. I would have sold it immediately. I am certain that's what's happening. Yeah. It's just you know, I'm absolutely certain that it is being sold to who you know the guys who offered two million dollars for it. So I did like the Elijah Wood uh, video for that, where he's like, "Oh, it's the one ring card," and he like puts it in his pocket and just walks out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but. Yes, the uh, I mean that's it's it was an interesting tactic, and I I appreciate that they did that, and I'm, I'm glad someone found it. Of course, someone would find it. Everybody opens up all those damn packs, yeah, and then uh, and of course the the set itself is also excellent. Um, there's lots of great cards in there. Um, and the the flavor is like a hundred thousand percent on point. The massive successful, like but it's a massive success. Everyone is a different color than what they are in the movies. Yup, you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you just stated you made a true statement. Congratulations. <laughs> I can't play this. How am I going to associate with Aragorn like I do in the movies? He's tall and handsome and brave, just like me. Did none of these people watch Family Matters when they were growing up? Bigger love in the family. It's a rare condition. <laughs> this day and age. Age. To read, read any good news on the on newspaper, newspaper page. page. <laughs> it turns into the grand design. 
Some people say it's even harder to find, but there must be some magic clue inside. Inside a different world. Reginald Vell Johnson's great. I mean, this show was pretty good before it became the Urkel show. I mean, it became the Urkel show real fast, real quick. That's true. Well, I mean, with the Urkel going into space show. <laughs> the Urkel. Hey, hey, hey. If anybody's going to go into space to represent Earth, I want it to be, they want it to be Urkel. Steve Urkel. It be Urkel. It's got to be Urkel. Not Stefan Urkel. That's, no. Yeah, no, no Stefan. Got to be Urkel. Just Steve Urkel. All right. Um, Is there any other news? Uh, No. Uh, uh, we're good. I'm 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 excited to see what happens with the one ring. I'm see if the guy gives it up or if it's his precious. All right. Uh go to the game classy Facebook page to find the link to our game classy Discord where we actually interact with people and talk about stuff and post about Star Trek and how bad Star Wars is. And I'm should post in general. I'm going to be in protest of the Star Wars board. So, <laughs> just like I'm in protest about your anime board. I imagine you at each of those boards, like a little U with like a little sign, like down with Star Wars and down with anime. And that's <laughs> the, the anime one. I just, I always want to just post the, the Tommy Lee Jones image of him, like reading the newspaper with his glasses down that they use in all the right wing subreddits. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, where it's like, they're yeah. talking about how, uh, how you know, Conservative America looking at liberals. That's what I want to do on every one of those boards. <laughs> Degenerates. Uh, you should move the Star Trek, what, the Star Wars one to the de- degeneracy. Oh, uh, good call. I will do that, actually. It's yes. a good call. I'm going to yes. put that there. <laughs> I'm going to put that there right now. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, you could find that on our Facebook page. It's probably the easiest way of accessing it. Uh, you could, uh, if the best way you could help out the podcast is like, comment, subscribe on the iTunes or like, comment, subscribe on the YouTubes. Uh, both are excellent ways of doing that. Yes. Uh, I was going to look up the actual, see if anybody put up any new reviews of our page since I asked them too nicely by saying, just put like, all I do is talk about dicks and I love it. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I have not done that because I've been. Um, too busy living in a malaise, trying to shore up my house against tornadoes. Get <laughs> get these damn tornadoes! And uh, if you want to check out some more of my my stuff, you could go to my uh my Instagram page. It's Game Classy Joe. Um, I haven't posted anything in a while. All I've posted is like D and D stuff from the last from my last game. And now my three D printer has, I think the plate has burned out, so I have to replace it. It's given up the ghost. Yeah. Uh, or you could go, uh, Steve. Uh, he's not available anywhere because he got kicked off all major platforms. Are you on, on the Threads? Dis- I'm on the Discord, bro. No. Oh, yeah. What? What the hell is Threads? That's like that's like Facebook's Twitter, right? Yeah. And it's 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 is better. It terrible. It's better. No, it's fine. Yeah, right. You don't have to deal with Elon. A lot of stuff I mean, that you see read on Threads is about how Twitter sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that's funny. Yes. Uh, so aside from that, Steve. Until next time. Um. I got nothing, man. I don't. I don't have. I don't have. A, I don't have. A, I don't even have a remotely clever sign off this time. Uh, is watch your Japanimation. Game classy.